Hello friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Giggle Bites. I am your host Coos. My co-hosts, Moen. Hello. Johnny. What up, dog? And Joshua. Hello. Okay, ladies and gents. We are going to discuss tonight a topic that nobody on this planet will ever know the true answer to. And that's quite a heavy thing to talk about because a purely speculational, if that's even a word, a speculative debate, uh, you know, without any kind of hard evidence is uh, a lot of guessing work. But we're going to take our personal opinions and our personal thoughts and insights and convert them into a visual novel uh, without the visual aspect for you guys. Um, I lost my train of thought. So <laughs> I'm just going to bring this in and explain what we're doing. So uh, tonight, ladies and gents, we are discussing what the afterlife looks like to us. What do we expect there to be? Why and how and, you know, how it's going to play out for us and all those kind of things. So I'm going to pick on someone to start us off. And that person I'm going to pick on is Johnny. Uh, sure. So, um, life after death, afterlife, is there any? What does the afterlife look like to you? Uh, well, that's a good question, Moen, and I'm glad you've asked. Now take um, a sip of your water. <laughs> Do you know, that, that, that's um, at work, I've done this thing called MGI training. It's called Mary Goma, some shit. And it's basically, it's brainwashing. It's really fucking weird, but it, it, it enables you to give the ultimate customer experience. So if any recruiters are out there are looking for a, a SAS technical assistant on your man, hit me up on LinkedIn. But even though you don't know his real government now. And he currently no. has a full-time paid job. Yeah. Anyway, moving on swiftly. Um, the Mary Goma experience. Uh, when I when when a customer comes to me and says uh, I've got an issue with something, what I'm meant to do and what I, what I actually do, and it works really effectively, is a go. Hello, thank you for reaching out to beep. Um, I'm really sorry to hear you've got that issue, and I'm glad that you've told me about it. I could certainly help with this. That's kind of what you just done to me, Johnny. You got some MGR training. You know, I'm glad you've asked that question. It's a great question. And now I feel terrific and I can't wait for you to answer it. Just want to give you a compliment there, mate. Fucking hell, that's, that's <laughs> nice coming from you, bro. <laughs> well, you did kill me earlier on fucking GTA for no reason, so we're going to get quits, but it's all good. Um, okay, so uh, thinking about it, I don't, I, like, I've been trying to have a think about it, but I can't come up with like a solid answer um, because obviously, like you said, uh, Coos, it's not like no, we, no one's ever going to know. Do you know what I mean? Uh, until we die, we don't know what happens. Um, I would like to, if it was, you know, if you could choose, I think that would be awesome. Like you could choose to be either, you know, reborn again um as a completely different person or you know you could choose to be reincarnated as something else like an animal or i don't know maybe something else but if if i'm honestly thinking like once you're dead you're dead and like i don't i genuinely don't think there is anything after you know once we pass i I don't think there i think once you're buried or cremated um you know, I th- I think that's it. You know, we we were born and we were conceived to live on this planet, and then once we're born, um, we start living. You know, we start dying straight away. Um, Every birth is a death sentence, essentially. Yeah, uh, you know. So we, it, it's one of them. Like, it, it's really hard. I think this is like a really hard subject to talk about. Not in the sense of like emotional kind of like way, but like it, you could talk about this for hours. So, I'm to me, I'd like to be kind of uh, maybe reborn again or reincarnated in something else. Um, but I'm not too sure if that is the case. What I have mentioned in the past, though, is that I've. I, 
people on here may remember I've mentioned um he's my great granddad, the person I'm named after. Uh like I've had times, you know, in my life where I feel like he's been in my presence, if that makes sense, if I've ever been worried about something or um you know, there's something where I've needed kind of just like a sign or just something to kind of make me go, actually, do you know what? Everything's going to be fine. I've openly said before, like I have, um, I suffer with mental health and like if I go for a rough day, for example, I've said before, I pass on, you know, all my uh, troubles, all my worries and everything to him and let him kind of guide me through it, if that makes sense. Because I'm not, I'm, I am not like, I don't think I'm religious. Like, I don't think, you know, there's a man, I've said it before, that sits up in the sky and he welcomes you through the white pearly gates. To me, the higher power is someone that you want it to be. And that, to me, is my great granddad. So, like I said, if there's something that I'm worried about, any troubles, whatever it is, even if I've like had a good day and I just need to kind of humble myself, pass it on to him and then the next day is the next day. And I don't know, for me, that's... I think that's what could happen. Like, I, as I said, I feel like he's sometimes been there for me, like physically when I've needed something or when I've needed somebody. So maybe that's what happens, you know, that's what will happen to me when I pass. I might be that somebody for somebody else and I can come back and help and kind of be in that sense, if that makes sense. That's interesting. Yeah, so it's kind of like, and I hate to sort of point this out as like a contradiction, but oh shit. Um, but it, 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 so when you started, you said, I, I don't believe there's anything. I think if that's it, once you're dead, you're dead. Yeah. But then you kind of went back on that and said, you know, I feel like there's a presence of like a, a past relative that's yeah, you're right. with me. You're right. So, so do you believe maybe then that consciousness continues just on a different sort of experience um, or? existence uh yeah 100 percent. i just I, I, that's what i would this is really this is my point it's really hard i think you're right when you and you just said there i just there's part of me that just feels that is it just well like when i reach out to my great granddad i know i keep using him as an example but when i reach out to him I feel in myself a little bit calmer, a bit more relaxed because I've kind of passed my troubles and worries, emotions, everything onto him and I let him deal with it. Not in a nasty way, obviously, but kind of, no, just but kind it's, of, it's you just speak an arm to of support. Yeah. Instead of like praying to God, I'm like saying, fuck it. Like, you know, I've had this, that happened today. I'm feeling a bit down, you know, I feel rubbish in myself. So I think that there is that kind of sense that what you said, but there is also me thinking, is that just my emotions playing on me? Is that me just saying something to him? And I'm thinking as a placebo effect, God, I feel better now. Or is it, or is that the case? Cause I don't know. It's like, I don't know. This is the thing, isn't it? Well, like you said at the beginning, there is nobody on this planet will ever know this answer. There is, this cannot be proven. So to me, as far as I'm concerned and as far as I'm aware, wouldn't you die? You die. But I've had different things like, you know, with my great granddad that I go, or is there something, is there that consciousness still there, but in another form? I don't know. Yeah. So it, well, this, this kind of plays into the whole, um, blind faith idea where like you just, you, you can, you, you could choose to, blindly believe that there is um there is uh you know a force out there that's that's helping you um and that's what i think because the question is so difficult it can emotionally affect people in a negative way therefore applying that fear um giving it a sort of remedy of like faith and like belief that and afterlife will bring you sort of good things or like there is a presence out there, mm. then that, that, you know, that breeds comfort, right? Like that gives you comfort. So, yeah. And I'm not going to get into religion about this, but I, it, it's just faith in anything. Right. So it's, you know, um, yeah, I, it's, it's a, it's a tricky one. It is, this is a really tricky question. So 
Would you, if if to summarize, would you say along the lines of like, you know, I, I don't necessarily believe in an afterlife, but I believe in like a, a there's like a level of consciousness post death, just experienced differently to a human existence. Uh, yeah, like there's something, but it's not like oh, you're reborn as a bird, or right, yeah, you you. It's not like oh god, you're reborn as a tree, and that tree symbolizes this. I think that's just. Like how we're born into this planet to live and exist, well, cease to exist, and then we die. That tree was put there, and then when it dies, it dies. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's. I think you're right. Yeah. So it's interesting because it's it's to say that your your sort of idea is unconventional is kind of a, 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 a like it goes back on itself anyway because to believe in anything that has no evidence is also technically unconventional because of course to have true belief is to know with evidence right so you know it's interesting that like you know you've chosen your own sort of level of belief um Mm. and i think that's refreshing because a lot of people would just say you know this heaven and hell like if you've been good you go to heaven if you've been bad you go to hell and 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 that's what a large portion of the populace would likely resort to because it's easy to understand and it's easy to say um, and it's also what we were taught in school exactly yeah you are and it, in the media as well like yeah. you know it's promoted everywhere um and the, the 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 kind of beauty of um having the ability of free thinking is that you can choose not to take that on board um mm. and i think a lot of us in here will be the same way where we'll just be like well no i don't think it is as simple as heaven and hell but i'm not going to speak for everyone else i am now going to hand over to someone else it's uh between moan and josh so take your pick guys who wants to go next i don't mind i oh, me too do you want to go josh i can go if you want uh i don't believe there is anything either but like more so than johnny like i just don't believe there is anything so once existence stops, that's it. You're you're just gone, and yeah. there's there's nothing past that. Yep, that's what I believe. But I don't. I mean, I, you know, I'm not like I, I don't like necessarily believe devoutly that that's what happens because I don't know. But just for me, like, like I don't believe in reincarnation for sure. Because there's there's no way that you are the first like 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 if you do people who believe in reincarnation believe that you like retain memories and things like that or is it just you become something else your your soul is like transferred to another existence yeah basically. yeah and you so, can you can have memories retained that supports the theory of reincarnation but if reincarnation does truly exist and it's the very more, uh, few it's the very few that actually remember anything from before because mm-hmm. I don't like if like reincarnation was a thing right then why don't we like remember anything do you know what I mean I mean to a certain extent yeah but there are cases out there of um especially in children you see it that um they're able to recall experiences and um past lives that they can recount to to alarming detail um mm. i can actually i haven't seen it but but i'll take you for it i can actually just really quickly pull one up um in 1957 john and florence polak suffered the heartbreaking loss of their daughters joanna and jacqueline in a car accident the next year, Florence gave birth to a set of twins, Gillian and Jennifer, who shared remarkable similarities with their deceased sisters. Like Jacqueline, Jennifer had a birthmark on her wrist and another on her forehead similar to Jacqueline's scar. Despite the fact that John and Florence left their old neighbourhood when Gillian and Jennifer were three months old, the girls recognised nearby landmarks whenever they went to visit. They asked for, they asked for toys their sisters used to have, and they were terrified of cars. In the face of oncoming traffic, Gillian and Jennifer would scream, the car is coming to get us. Quick reincarnation story there pulled off google very so, but interesting who, but who heard them say that who who like told that story no exactly like how how I, credible I, is that like yeah that information that's that's my that, like i'm a bit of a skeptic right i don't i don't i don't like to 
tend to believe things unless I see them. Yeah, understandably so, especially when it comes to stuff like this. I think me and Coos have touched on this briefly as well with the whole cyclical time theory because um, the way conventional time works and our understanding of it is there's a start and an end, but with, with, with cyclical time, it's a circle and there is no start, there is no end, there's just things happening around the circle. And I think reincarnation can kind of thread into that a little bit where there is no actual start or end, but you just appear on the circle as and when. Uh, with okay. no restraints, you, you could go back. Well, you can't go back in time on the circle because there is no start and end, but you could end up at any point in time on the circle, if that makes sense. Yeah. So there's nothing stopping you from being reincarnated in the 1400s and then reincarnated in 4200, for a big example on that. I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I believe that either, but me and Coos did touch on this, I believe, briefly. Um, I, don't know if it, I don't know if it does fall into the cyclical way of time but it will kind of make sense I suppose it, you can apply the same logic mm. definitely uh, Josh when you mentioned that there can't be any afterlife or reincarnation because why well, don't remember it what, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on like I've mentioned this before in the group just talking um, with deja vu like I had that example literally so- like last week uh, with deja vu, it's from what I've heard. So I can't back it up because I'm not a scientist or whatever. Um, it's to do with you, your brain catching up, like your left side and your right side of the brain catching up at slightly slower paces. Right, and it creates the the sense of deja vu. Okay, cool. Okay, that's so very it's like, interesting. I didn't know. That. So, so basically, what happens is one side of your brain sees it, and then the other thing catches up, and you're like, "Shit, this has happened to me before," but it hasn't. It's just your brain's. Is there a time of, scale on that though? I suppose it's, it's, it's like I, I don't know. Is the honest answer? I've not really looked into it too much, but that's uh, that's what I've heard. It's something like that. There's, there's some there's some science to do with the way that like the, the left and the right side of the brain. Mm. I think. Don't quote me on it, but I, th- I think that's what it's to do with. That's interesting. I can kind of run with that to a certain degree, but like, has anyone ever had deja vu before where you're sat there? And this has happened to me a few times and it really freaks me out. And I'm like, I know what's going to happen next. And then it happens. Yeah, I did it last so, week. I literally I don't see- messaged Goose last week about the football. Yeah, yeah, he but did. Yeah, he I mean. literally I- said, it's going to be this score before the game even started. And then it finished that score. Because that's not, that can't really be your brain catching up then because you're no, predicting something not. that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. But then would you call that deja vu? Is that a bit of soul kick? That's, I would say that's more, uh, that's more of like a, like a, a viewing of like, yeah, like a, I mean, to generalize it. And yeah, it's not soul kick, but. To, to, to put it in a category that most people will understand, it's like a psychic thing. Like you see into the future. Like, but I had, like, I was dead sir like there was nothing else I could I was like yep these two are going to score this is going to be the score line and I was like I would put my house on it and I don't know if that's me like being like oh I kind of know a little bit about football so I'm just going to hazard a guess it was like no I promise you like this is going to happen the skeptic would say that's that's just a coincidence (laughs) fuck the skeptics no, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, like, you know, there's there's an even chance of it, yeah, 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 of winning or losing, and it's just coincidence that you managed to predict the score as well. It's interesting um, though what Josh said about the left and right side of the brain. I thought that was class. Yeah, that's very interesting. I, I want to um, do a bit more research into that. The other thing is as well for me in terms of like not thinking that, anything, that there is anything is when I'm asleep, it's like instant when i like obviously you've you've got the like, dreaming in the lighter stages of sleep yeah um but like when it's deep there's literally like it's like instantaneous i don't even do you know what i mean like i'm i'm going to sleep and then immediately like i can clip my fingers i've woken up do you know what i mean yeah i can kind of counter argue that okay. because it's like you know, you say that you don't even know you exist, but your body's got so many different mechanisms in place that if someone was to try and sneak up to you or hurt you in any kind of way, you know, your body's clued up to a certain point to 
be listening for potential threatening sounds to wake you back up and yeah but that's not what you experience that's not what you experience though is it like that's but you're you're still alive and existing and even know that you but consciously you might be asleep your body's still awake that's the difference you you don't experience it consciously but but you're 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 like you're you're subconscious yeah but your consciousness is turned off and and most would argue that your consciousness is what makes a human experience like what makes life what it is. Well, I don't know if any of, any of you have, have ever passed out before. I've been knocked out before. Yeah. And it's fucking weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's like, just you, you like, you come to and you're like, what the fuck happened? You can't remember like what happened before, right? Well, it affects your short term memory for about four but or you, five minutes. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't, because we did that, do you remember when we were young, Case, and there was that Chinese knockout thing and we did it? Oh, up against the fence where you're like, yeah, and then we did the Chinese knockout after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so days, man. Yeah, and uh, I, that's that's like a weird because that's instantaneous as well, and you are literally you are actually unconscious then. Yeah, you go spark out, right? But nothing exists while you're unconscious for you because you're not conscious. Exactly, like time time doesn't exist. Like you just you're unconscious and then you wake up. Like it seems like instant to you. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. That's, the, that's not death, though, is it? No, it's but, not it, but, it, but it is. It's it the is end a of lack of consciousness. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So, but, you, but you're still alive. Yes, but you are. Un, you you have no. You have no ability to perceive anything consciously. Yeah, but you're not dead. Yeah, moment. <laughs> God, it's yeah, like talking know, to a moment. fucking brick wall. <laughs> listen, yes, yes, but you have to listen. You have to think about. No, but the ex- it's not the same. It's oh, not the same experience because when you're dead, you're gone. How yeah, do you but know? Have you died? Exactly. No, no, well, no, no. So what I'm saying is, like knocking yourself out is the same as dying. Yeah, but the closest yeah, but, thing but that we can when compare it to. It's the closest thing we can experience without actually dying, right? Yeah. Being unconscious. Yeah. When people are in a coma, what, like. Yeah, that's a lack of consciousness. Yeah, yeah. I'm, they don't I'm not experience anything. This. I'm not. I'm going to wait till it's my turn. Okay, well. Josh is still speaking. I've said, I've said my piece now, like that. That's what I believe. Feel free then, man. Crack on. Feel free to crack on. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, I, I know a lot of people that believe the same thing, that, you know, like when you're dead, you're dead, that's it, you're gone. Um, I, the thing that I struggle with internally in believing that kind of um, theory is it almost makes everything pointless to, to a certain extent. Well, this is why nihilism exists. What's that? Nihilism. In a in a nutshell, the the theory that like our existence is so pointless that they don't care about anything. It's like, well, what's the point oh. in anything? That's why I mean, nihilists are so miserable all the time. I mean, for, for me, like, I, I personally believe that um, I don't necessarily believe in life or death. Like, I believe that this is an experience that that, that we're having. It's the human experience. Um, and I believe that when that finishes, we move on to another experience. I mean, what, one thing when you talk about life and death, you have to remember that we're all like, cosmically connected to, to, to the universe that we live in. I think it's really easy to forget that sometimes. And theoretically, though. Well, you say theoretically. I would say there's, there's strong evidence to support that. I mean, you know, the whole... I mean, like me and the missus were watching this uh, kiddies TV show the other day with our daughter. And um, it was all about how planets are made. And I didn't actually know how planets were made. It was some pretty fucking deep shit, to be fair. Like, I, I, if I learned about that when I was a kid, I, I clean forgot about it. But the way that planets are made is there's like this fucking expenditure of like gas and chemicals that's created from like, you know, a star being born. Um, and then there's like loads of fucking like space rock and debris that like um, basically orbit the star and then they start crashing into each other and they get bigger and bigger and then a planet's made, it could be a gas giant, left right and whatever else. So, you know, you know like the Earth has been here for billions of years, yeah? Like we, we literally right now are, are, are made up of, of like stardust. I mean, if you take it right the way down um, to, to the bare building blocks of how of what we're sat on, yeah. what we're, we're made walking of around, yeah, That's exactly, and, and it's all cosmically connected because it comes from the universe. Like without the universe, we wouldn't be here. 
unless we're living in the fucking Truman Show and this is like one big fucking joke. That's a whole <laughs> different subject oh, to God. go down. Yeah. But we're well, going to have an existential make me, crisis. It's going to make me paranoid for the next four hours. <laughs> well, yeah, man. So no, we're joking, bro. But basically what I'm saying is that, you know, we're cosmically connected. So in my mind, right, the human experience or, or the, the I, I believe in souls. I can say that for, for 100%. I believe in, I believe in, in what, what a soul is meant to be. Um, and uh, we are at the moment in our human form and it is our soul that gives us the drive to want to do things want to go and make connections everything else that happens in between and when the human body dies that's your biological experience on this planet that comes to an end and then you go to the next experience and i don't necessarily believe that's tethered to earth um i've kind of made a lot of peace with this so when when you're going through the human experience you you make connections you have friendships you have relationships you have children you have parents you experience love you experience great hearts and you also experience loss and you experience um what's the word um everything in between yeah like when you're really upset and sad there's a word for it i can't think what the fuck it is depression if you are asleep no no you know like, but there's another word for loss you experience like trauma i suppose the word is right so you know like you've got the complete polar opposites of this scale now f- for me you know we don't talk about religion something we don't talk about but what i believe in i don't believe that god in my viewpoint is is a single entity or just like a person i believe that it's it's everything like it created everything so like you know it's not a man it's not a woman it's something we can't comprehend i'm not going to go into that it's a personal belief but because of that belief that i have i believe that when when you die you you cease to have your human experience anymore right so when um, I read this story ages ago and there was a person that had a transplant. I can't remember what transplant it was, but they were a vegetarian. When they had the transplant, they craved chicken nuggets, which made no sense at all because they, they, they hadn't eaten them in like decades. But the memory of the desire to eat a chicken nugget was stored in this organ and it came from the person the original organ was in. Now, memories um, and everything else can be stored in cells. So when you're having your human experience, all of those memories, all of those emotions, all of those connections, they're stored within your body. When you die and, and you leave your body, you, you don't take anything with you at all. That's kind of why I don't buy into reincarnation for to a certain extent. Because there's no way to transfer those memories on. You can't transfer those memories to the next world because you have nothing to bring them with. And, I, and it also brings me a bit of peace as well as, as equally as much as upset too, to a certain degree. Because like I, I worry, you know, like I fucking hell if I died, you know, like I'd miss, I'd, I'd miss my daughter, I'd miss my partner, I'd miss all my friends. But then the way I kind of calm myself down is like, well, you know, like if your soul is eternal and there is no start and end to the universe and it's just here and we just exist and we always have and we always will, then you can't bring that to the next experience because you'd never get past it and never be able to live in the moment of the next part of the experience you're going to have. Because if that was the case, in this life that I'm in now, I'd be missing the people that I was with before, but I can't physically remember them. Be it on a different planet, be it be it on a different time, you know, be it in a completely different part of the universe, I can't remember what happened. And that allows me then to experience the beauty of this experience instead. And then when I die here and the next experience happens, I will have no rec- recollection that this ever happened. Now, I kind of have, you know, like personal contradictions to this because I've experienced shit with, with my nan in my nan's house um, that we believe is my granddad a shared paranormal experience where we were both in the room and something happened and we're like, what the fuck? And that's also happened with, with my partner now as well in, in the house that I'm in. You know, guys, if you want to hear about any of that stuff, go back and check out one of our Halloween specials and we talk about it in depth. But that kind of contradicts my own personal beliefs because it's then, well, if that is what I think it is, what I believe in wouldn't allow that to happen. Now, the only other thing I've came up with, and I am talking shit here, 
is that when you die, maybe you have access to the memories your body has while it degrades. And then when it's gone completely and there's nothing left, all your memories have disappeared and you move on. And you can linger around maybe. Maybe that's part of death and it, and it, and it eases the passage to the, next, to the next experience. And it's all right then, you know, you lived for this long, you've got these memories that are stored in this body. While this body is still on the earth, you have a connection you can remember. But as soon as that body goes back to the earth, you, you, um, all of your memories disappear and, and you move on to the next place. There's no way to confirm any of this, of course, it's just a theory. So I suppose that, you know, going off all the back of that, I, I don't believe we just die and that's it. Um, the same way I look at a bee, you know, like in the summer, and it's going from flower to flower, you know, um, gathering fucking necks or whatever they do and making honey. There's a purpose to everything. Do you know what I mean? Like the one thing that I can profoundly say from my current experience on Earth, it's like a fucking weirdo saying that, is that everything seems to have a purpose. It's just us. It's humans that kind of get confused because we've got the intelligence to all the awareness to be like, what the fuck's going on? Wow. Everything else has a purpose. Do you know what I mean? Like a beaver, it dams up a river. What's an ant's um, purpose? To serve its colony. Yeah, if you if you to survive, look, most most if if you think about it in nature, most animals' uh, existence is survival, right? Have a look at Stephen Fry's video about whether he believes in God. And he- yeah, but I can't I can't buy into shit like that, bro. I think that's very destructive. Like you know, anyone for for, for me. Right, this is what I know 100% to the dot is no one on earth can tell me that God's real or not because no one knows. That, that comes down to my personal belief systems and, and again, the most important word is faith. What's the point in faith if you don't have any? Yeah, but and isn't that me, Stephen Fry's opinion though? I, I, I personally, I love Stephen Fry, but I, I haven't seen that, but I've heard about it. I mean, when I, when I meet someone, right, and this isn't about Stephen Fry, it's just in general, and they're like, oh, you know, and that's a load of fucking bullshit, bro, I don't believe in any of that. Like, okay, cool. But I can switch it and be like, um, you know, you, you're doing quite well, you know, you, you're successful to a certain point. Yeah, yeah, I've got a good job, you know, I've got a house and X, Y, and Z. Like, oh, so you got self-belief then, innit? Like, yeah, I believe in my, in my own capabilities, I'm like, it's the same fucking thing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I might, I might believe in, in, in a higher power that helps me achieve the things I want to achieve, but that's no different to believing in yourself. You're pulling from the same energy source. We're all made of the same stuff. It gets deep and complicated, but I haven't met anyone yet that swayed my faith or said something to me. There was this one guy I was working with at the shop once and he was like, I know for a fact that the Big Bang is what created everything. I'm like, fuck off, bro. Like, I like you calling that, but we, we can't leave our solar system and you're telling me how everything started. But the scientists have said it. Fuck off, bro. Come on. Scientists can't work out hyperdrive. When I meet people like that, it bothers me a little bit because I'm like, I think it's scary to be that linear. Be like, this is the only thing that could have happened because it's a theory at the end of the day. But then again, people could argue that the same, it, uh, just flip it in reverse and say, well, I can't believe that you don't believe that. Like, that's their faith. Do you know what I mean? That's just what they have faith in. That's the beauty of fucking the power of choice and, and having, you know, like diversity and all the things we believe in. No one's right. And to a certain point, yeah, I know that the earth is a planet because we can scientifically prove that, but we can't scientifically prove that the Big Bang started everything. I mean, we call it the fucking Big Bang. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's not even got a technical term. So, but all I'm saying is that, you know, to bring it back to what we were saying and to touch on, you know, the points everyone made, I, I personally believe... You know, there's an amazing song, um, and I'll move over to you, Goose. There's an amazing song called It Was Written by Damian Marley, and he's got a lyric in there, which is, don't you know, you can't go to Zion and wear jerry curls, can't tell the boys from the girls. And, you know, that to me, like, it really opened up my thinking when I heard that song years ago, because it's like, wow, in the next life, there's no man, there's no woman, there's just souls. The only thing that kind of that kind of baffles me is I don't I don't get like this is my linear thinking now. I used to be a kid, right? And when, when, <laughs> really, when, yeah, 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 yeah not. I used to be a kid, um, and when I, I lie in bed and I, and it troubled me, I'd be like, "Well, if heaven's real, then how is everyone fitting it?" Do you know what I mean? Because like, there'd be a lot of fucking people in there, wouldn't there? Right. And I was kind of I can't really can't really like, fathom that. I'm like, well, where do all the, where do all the animals go? We can't be the only ones that go there. Because that will kind of make everything almost like, you know, well, they're not as important as we are. 
bit of a superiority complex. But then it dawned on me and I was like, well, what I believe in, you know, has the fucking power to create everything and that th- there is, there was, there will ever be different time zones, multiverses, universal bubbles and everything in between. The great attractor, whatever the fuck that is, Coos. Oh God, don't it's even like, get me started. It's like, well, I'm pretty sure that whatever has created all of this has the, has the ability to create something else as well to govern what happens next. So, you know, like it's that that used to bother me a little bit, but I don't know. For me, I, I just think that you know, I believe in souls, I believe in experiences, and I believe that when we finish with this experience, we move on to the next, and it's just as simple as that. Okay, well, I mean, this is, and don't hope this is a criticism because it's not. Um, but it just seems that like your faith where you found it is born out of comfort, like a need for the, the comfort to understand it, right? 100% bro. So, uh, and as I said, not a, crit- not a criticism at all, because that's what pretty much everybody does, because at the end of the day, what humans fear the most is the unknown. Um, most of the time, anyway. Uh, it's, it's it's the same universal principle, though, because, like, yeah, my faith is born out of comfort. My comfort comes from trying to fucking understand the completely inunderstandable. But it's the same thing, like, you know, someone can sit there, and I know a few people off the top of my head that say this to me. There's, you know, religion's bullshit. There's nothing when you die. That they're getting that same comfort because they're just doing the same thing I'm doing, which is trying to understand the completely understandable. It's you get what I mean. It's like you know, it's what when I linked it back to. I don't believe in a higher power, but I believe in myself. It's just you're pulling from the same energy source. You know, I, I, I believe there is nothing because that's ha- that's what makes me be able to understand something that is incomprehensible because we're not designed to know. Yeah. I mean, it's open. It's open to interpretation. With that, though, like yes, but I believe it's from the same universal pool of energy. Is what I'm saying. You know, like someone telling me that, that yeah, yeah. you know, like they don't believe in anything, and I believe in something. It's it, it's for the same underlying comfort. So, so the people out there that are kind of scary, the ones that just don't give a fuck at all. <laughs> you know, what I mean, I don't care. Well, exactly. I don't, I don't care at all. I don't give a fuck what's before, after, or in between. I'm just here. Yeah, but I suppose you could say that's the same as well because you're understanding. Yeah, do you know what I mean? You're going in a fucking loop. Yeah. Again, it's it's just um, you know whatever gets you through this life. That's pretty much it. That's what it what all do boils down to. Well, not when I sorry, I take that back. What does the afterlife look like to you? Is what I should say. Um, you know, this may be speaking volumes of how I was raised, um, but I grew up in a very spiritual household um, where being connected to being connected not just on a physical plane was like the um drive of like not faith because it wasn't faith it was just something that was understood and it was never like pushed on me or never like you have to believe this it wasn't like a religious thing it wasn't you know um i i wasn't scorned for not you know and i was skeptical to start with but then i thought you know what like I've had experiences in the past that I would describe as like a spiritual experience, not necessarily an enlightenment, but, you know, a connection um, to something that for me was, it was so deeply um, connected to my singular existence um, that it was, you know, inhuman. There was no, there was no describing it because it was just, a connection with something that was so deeply beyond what we can understand as humans. Um, it was, I was actually meditating and it, but this is why it's so hard to explain because I can't really explain what the experience was like, but it was like, I was experiencing everything at the same time. Um, and it was like existing in that precise moment, but being aware of that, because Had you, you know, taken drugs? No, no, I was okay. <laughs> no, I was checking. Do people have those experiences? Don't know. Yeah, I'm they, not, not they do. Up. No, this was all completely. There was no kind of influence. It was just I was meditating, and you know how we experience time passing, right? We we can we are progressive, right? In our existence, we only move forward, and yes, we can say what I'm experiencing right now, but it, that's condensed to like a few seconds, right? And, and what we can sort of comprehend, like we're having this conversation right 
now, but that moment's passed, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And this moment that I'm saying now is coming up and now it's passed again. I genuinely felt like I was just existing on, on like the, the, the head, the, the head of a pin. Do you know what I mean? It was just that very moment and it was over in a flash, like that experience, but it was just, I was so connected with my, with my existence. Um, that I was like, okay, there's something more going on here that I don't understand, but I like it. And, you know, I recommend everyone should meditate. I think it's great for you, great for your mind to reset and calm down. And, you know, particularly if you, if you live a stressful life, you know, half an hour of meditation is, is amazing. Um, and it was, it was during a time as well where like I've struggled particularly badly with sleep issues throughout my entire life so meditation was a form for me to shut my body down for you know half an hour and and rest and recuperate without having to go through the process of falling asleep um and it was it was truly enlightening the moment itself that i experienced was genuinely enlightening but i didn't let it um influence my thought on what the afterlife looks like because when i think of the afterlife i think of just existence right i don't think it's a human existence i don't necessarily think it's tied to your soul because i don't know how i feel about the idea of souls but i believe that there is something through life's through the creation of life that withstands the mortal coil that we are living with um <laughs> no pun intended but um I, I just, I think there is more to it. I think, I don't think death is the end of everything that we experience, right? As, as like a singular living organism. I think there is something after that. But, but for me, it's just existence. There's, there's, there's no other way that I can describe it. I don't think it's a place that you go to. I don't think it's somewhere that you can see or touch or feel. I think it's just existence because when you really hone in that because that's what we're all doing right now and and if you really hone in on that point and you you kind of get to that point where you can actually feel your existence not just on a physical level but you you experience it in an expanded sort of mind state and I, I sound like a massive hippie right now but like when i when i had that experience that was kind of the turning point for me and I stopped being so scared about dying because I have been throughout my entire life. It's been one of my biggest fears is getting ill and dying for whatever reason. I just, I just lived with that. And then since that moment, it's been like almost a complete 180 turn. And now I'm, I'm far more at peace with just existing and, and, accepting the fact that well you know i was born therefore i must die but that doesn't necessarily spell the end um it would just move on to a different uh, level of existence and it's just you know and again that's just my comfort with it there's no sort of i have no evidence to back it up apart from my own experience but but that might have just been i reached a complete point of relaxation and, and i was just in a state of just existing that was just it um I've, I've got a question go for it um for everyone does anyone believe in heaven i i can't not in the conventional sense no just a short question josh johnny do you believe in heaven uh no johnny no <clears throat> So, I'd like to. Yeah, the idea I, of it. I is like nice. the idea of it. I like that. The I, I think that the the whole you know, if you live a good life and you're kind to people and you are a good person, that you will ascend to somewhere where everything's good. I don't believe that that happens, but I I think that that it's they're good guidelines to live by. If Definitely. that makes sense. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's a good way to guide your moral compass, like for sure. I mean, for me, I don't really look at heaven like that because, uh, you know, like if you're good, you go here. If you're bad, you go there. I, I don't, I don't think I really believe in hell. Um, I haven't thought about it enough to have a definitive answer, but I believe that. Do you believe that you are rewarded for good behavior in the afterlife? 
No, I don't. No, no, I don't. For me, that's not saying that I don't want that to be true, though. Of course, yeah, <laughs> so no, gonna, absolutely. You're not sounding like a fucking Every, scumbag. Everybody should adhere to, you know, yeah. everyone has a moral well, compass. Some people just get, you know, twisted, but I, it's, it is a good I, guideline. Yeah, from what I believe in, like, you know, like, I've, I've got no, no, you know, fucking qualms with saying that I follow Christianity for my spiritual belief system. Uh, I'm not saying I'm a good Christian, not by a long mile, but I've, I follow that road. That That's my connection with the higher power. You know, some people believe in all different kinds of things. I personally don't believe that one religion is the right one. Uh, but again, we don't talk about that on the uh, on the podcast. But, you know, it's for me, I, I, I don't... It comes down to, you know, like the, the very fine sentence of give without expecting, give without expectation, you'll, you'll never be disappointed. I, I don't feel that I have to do good on this earth to then be rewarded in, in the next life for the things I've done. I, do, I, I, I personally choose to do good things because I want to do them and I want to make people feel so good. So it's not a decision of, of, of reward, it's a decision no, I mean, of morality, right? I mean, I mean some, some, yeah, sometimes I do sit there and think oh, I've done quite a lot of good stuff, so you know, I hope that I'll go in my favour, but then equally, like, I've made a lot of fucking mistakes. Yeah, but that's the, some I shit think, that I'm not I, proud of. I think the big thing to take away from that is that you understand and acknowledge that they were mistakes and you are um, resentful about them, like you, you, you kind of regret your actions. And I think that's the biggest thing, especially when it comes, and again, I'm not trying to uh, slip in religion here, but I'm just saying it's, you know, as an example, like those who, those who repent and those who say, you know, I, I repent my sins and, I, and I, I, I ask for forgiveness. Those are, the, those are the people who are forgiven. It's those who don't, and those who act without moral judgment that that are the ones that you know in theory are the ones that are like you know scorned or whatever yeah and i think it comes down to again like i'm not trying to get into the intricacy of how things work but you know we're saying we're not trying to slip religion in here but the template of what we're talking about yeah now it's kind of hard kind not of, to yeah no, it's it's not a religion but it, it's it's a religious foundation because we've all been to like schools where you know like in in, in my school enough we said prayers we sang hymns it's kind of put into you from an early age it is yeah I think we all did. I don't think we're doing anything wrong mentioning religion. We're not mocking religion. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's just course, a, course, it's a light discussion about it for now. But the, the, from, what I'm, from what I want to say here, I think this is an interesting point to talk about, is that, you know, I, I, I genuinely feel really bad for the mistakes that I've made. Now, the, I don't feel bad because I want God to forgive me, even though what I believe in does want that to happen but I'm just saying this in general like I feel bad because I genuinely feel fucking bad yeah because you have you have a tuned morality compass but this is the interesting aspect here so in a religious sense and there's three different roads this can go down I keep making mistakes and I don't give a fuck who who I upset who I hurt or what I do it's all about me narcissism psychopaths x y and z that they don't fit into this model that I'm going to talk about now. Then you've got the self-destructive path, which is I'll keep fucking up and I can't forgive myself, so I'll keep on making mistakes and get into that destructive pattern. Do you know what I mean? I could, like, no one's going to hate me more than I hate myself and therefore I don't give a fuck about anything. But then, if you go down the whole religion road, or if you can do this yourself, which is just as fucking powerful, is I've done something bad, and I feel really bad about it and have a really hard time forgiving myself. So I'm going to ask whoever I believe in to forgive me through my spiritual connection. That then kind of cleanses me and I can move on and get stronger and not make the same mistakes. One of, one, something I want to teach my daughter is like the, the terrifying um, truth that no one's ever going to love you as much as you love yourself. Apart from mum and dad. Because you know, like I don't think anything can can come in between that. But well, no I, I, I have to care. kind of, I have to butt in here. It's 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 less about love and care, but it's 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 more about like, um, no one's ever going to matter as much as as you because it's the life that you live. So yeah, and so you know, some people loathe themselves, right? But their their means to survival are the only thing that keeps them going. Right. So it is just a matter of like, you know, I care just enough to 
survive. Yeah, exactly. But like, it, it, what, what I want to teach my daughter is that no one's ever going to care about you like you do because only you can have your best interests at heart. Like, if oh, you, absolutely, yeah. If you give someone else that power, that's a fucking massive mistake. Like, if you truly believe that someone else gives a fuck about you the way that you do and you actually transfer that power over to them, man, that's something I can't fucking roll with because like no one's going to care about me the way that I would do and then that's the way it should fucking be you know you go back down to the natural order of things and stuff like I'm here to fucking to protect myself and to make sure that I'm on the fucking earth and everything else so when it, when it comes back down to that like you know religious foundation of you know asking for forgiveness and repenting for things that you've done I think that comes down to the whole fact of like no one's ever going to care about you like you do and some people can't forgive themselves I've made mistakes I have a real hard time forgiving myself about especially looking back at certain shit and how it went down now I mean you know Coos, Josh and Johnny you and I have got a bit of a fucking troubled past with different things you know people have got involved with and whatnot. the hard drug use the prostitution (laughs) (laughs) dickhead that's definitely not what happened he was a pimp for six years yeah, man, I, I was, I was, I can't, I can't even fucking pretend like that happened. But like, everyone's it's true, got, I've seen the feathered hat. Oh, suck a dick, man. On the cane. But, and, the cane. <laughs> and the cup, man. Come on, the crunk cup, little Johnny side boys. Get it right. I've got the grills and everything. But obviously everyone's got a past and there's certain things that happened in the past that I look back and I think, fuck me, how did, how did that happen? Do you know what I mean? But... Where I can't forgive myself, I'll give that to to what I believe in. I'll give that to my higher power to deal to, to you know to because I, I I know that in my core I feel really bad about that shit. And do you know what I mean? I come in. I'll 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 fucking dish some dirt right now. I stole a fucking baguette from Greg's once, and that still bothers me. <laughs> How'd you pull really? that off? The Greg's is like completely open. Shove it down your trousers. It was uh, nah, man. It, I, I, I can't even say I was with the wrong people and I got fucking influenced because like it was my decision but you know when you just do dumb stuff like that mm. and you look back and think what a fucking idiot man like shit like that like you know like I, I would, I, it's not even a shade of the person I am now but you know stuff like that that kind of you know like I always find it very difficult to internalise and make peace with um and and I've got I've got to say like I'm a 30 year old man I was like 15 14 when that happened don't judge me I ain't out here stealing Greg's no more you get me yeah he's, he's <laughs> moved get, on to white choice now <laughs> I'm gonna get banned from every Greg's innit <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying what I'm saying is like you know where I struggle to comprehend that I give that guilt to what I believe in because I genuinely feel horrible about it do you know what I mean like I look back and I think you fucking prick and you know like i think that the point i was trying to make on the whole religious foundation thing is the same way that i can't internalize that and forgive myself so i'll use my i'll follow my my religious pathway to to to, you know mediate that some people out there can do it without that i just do it themselves like oh yeah i felt bad about that i've forgiven myself and i've moved the fuck on and i've not only have i done that i've grown stronger from it and i've educated myself as well and like I, I think that you know that's kind of the same thing again you're pulling from that same resource but going back to my original question you know like do we believe in heaven i guess that if we don't believe in heaven then is is that a terrifying reality that like we believe we're never going to see the people that matter the most of us again which contradicts what i believe in and i've just spoken about but you know the whole idea of heaven to me is what you said Kush, you know like is it a place where you, where you get rewarded for being good Heaven to me is like a place where I can see all the people that are, that aren't here no more. That's my that's my my definition of heaven. Yeah, and to not think that happens troubles the child in me, or that child belief that was embedded into me at school. That you know, if you do good, you go up, and if you do bad, you go down. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Well, that's you know, it's totally fair to make that kind of uh, to to come to that conclusion. Um, so. With that conclusion, I'm going to introduce another conclusion, the conclusion to our show. So thank you so much, guys, for listening at home. Thank you to my co-host for being here. It's been a pleasure. This has been a fantastic chat. And uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. If you uh, fancy tweeting us, if not, doesn't matter. We're not going to check it anywhere. And um, yeah, that's about it. That wraps up the show. So until the next time, 
we will see you in the next one.